from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today. It is Thursday, February 27th. We've got a great show in store for you today. Uh, let's see, Deacon Randy Keel coming up here very soon, every Thursday morning to get us prepared for the first and or second reading for this Sunday. Christopher Karstens is going to be coming on today at 715. He is the uh, director of the Office for Sacred Worship in the Diocese of La Crosse, Wisconsin. I'm going to have a hard time, I think, sticking with uh, his subject just because this guy has such a vast knowledge when it comes to the liturgy, when it comes to beauty, just in general. Um, He's got a devotional out, though, as we make our way to the Easter season. I know you're thinking, John, we just started with Lent. Uh, But remember, Lent is a journey here. That's, That's what it is. It's taking us to the Easter season. So it's not just something for us to sit in, uh, but it's something for us to move through. Now, we we don't move through so quickly here as Catholics, of course, but uh, nonetheless, it is moving us through to Easter, a devotional journey into the Easter mystery, how prayerful participation in the Paschal mystery brings life, joy, and happiness. Christopher Carson's coming up at 7.15 today. Uh, Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now, going to preview her show. Drew and Davis are going to be stopping in for your maroon moment, and Sister Nancy Oselman is going to be on, a director of the Pauline Center for Media Studies and the Media Literacy Education Specialist. She's got a book out called A Sacred Look, Becoming Cultural Mystics. We'll have Sister Nancy on at 745, and that'll do it. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selbel. We'll have your saint of the day and once one of those shows where it's just going to keep going quick, and uh, hopefully I'll schedule some time to breathe. Let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Uh, happy Thursday to you. Welcome back to uh, the studio today. Thank as, you. Uh, my two older sisters uh, filled in for you very nicely yesterday on Ash Wednesday. Well, sounds good to me. Yes, back today and tomorrow, then off again to Cleveland on Saturday. Well, sorry to hear that. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're being my thoughts and prayers. Ah, thank you. Cleveland, thank you. huh? Yeah. Cleveland, huh? I remember Cleveland. we went through this uh, Seven, eight years ago with you in Cleveland and your well, buddy LeBron when he was there. Oh yeah, man, LeBron's that. not yeah. there any longer. So, it, you know, it's it takes a little bit of an extra push to get me out there. But nonetheless, I, I go. that. <laughs> Although you did have some pretty good seats for that NBA game when you were watching. Oh, I remember uh, you tweeting that out or sending it to yeah, me. They surprised me. Spite. I, I'm not sure. They surprised yeah. me. One of the guys there has season tickets and found out how big of a LeBron fan I am. And so he uh, got me eighth row right in the middle of the court there. That was actually versus Golden State. It was, uh, it was Cleveland mm-hmm. versus Golden State yeah. and, and got to see them all. And that was LeBron's best game of the year. So I'm, I don't know. I might take a little bit of credit for it. Yeah, I'm sure you do, and and you probably should. So, you know, good good mm-hmm. there. 
There we uh, go. Getting ready. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Lent started yesterday. We got the Daddy Daughter Dance at Holy Trinity this Saturday night. Looking forward to that. Uh, once a year, it's been my tenth year doing a Daddy Daughter Dance, and you're going to be following those footsteps if you haven't started already, Mister Leonetti. Yeah, there was one I had to miss, but I'm I'm putting them on the calendar in advance for next year now. So I'll get there. Yeah, you have to as soon as they uh, they put it on their uh, their calendar. You got to get it on yours because yeah. otherwise you'll get the date. <laughs> I had a Move mine around a few times, but uh, 10 straight year. Looking forward to it, and no you doubt. should be too. Huh? I, I it's will. It's a very special moment for those young ladies. Yeah, I'm sure that's a lot of fun. My daughter's looking forward to them too. Okay. Well, I'll hold you to that. Well, we got uh, you back in town. The weather's looking pretty good, and we're going to have a lot of melting. We might have to start mowing the yards here pretty mm. soon, John. I mean, I'm starting to see grass. I mean, are you? That's good news. That's good news. I'll take it. You know, I, I, listen, I, I whenever mowing season comes on, I, I'm ready to be done with it by the end of it, but I'm ready to start up when it, when it starts. So I, I don't know. That That's good news. Attaboy. Well, right now we got to get through the uh, the muddy season, right. and that's more of the news today. With uh, but we got to get through some of the mud that we're encountering. But that's eh, good. It's all good. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning, John, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, and from the Channel Thirteen Weather Desk and Meteorologist Megan Selwa at the WHO TV uh, uh, Weather Station. We want to thank Megan for preparing our forecast each and every morning. Uh, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studio, partly cloudy skies, 22 degrees, a uh, west wind at 5 miles per hour that feels like temperature at 16 degrees, so very normal temperatures for this time of year for the end of February. And today in central Iowa, we're going to see partly sunny skies and warmer temperatures, a high of 42 degrees, northwest winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And tonight, cloudy skies. We could see some flurries move through, an overnight low of 24 degrees with northwest winds at 5 miles per hour overnight. And then tomorrow, on your Friday, uh, flurries, we could see some sprinkles, but a high of 41 degrees, so those temperatures will stay very warm. And then on Saturday and Sunday, looking good. Partly cloudy, dry both days. Highs in the lower 60s on Saturday and Sunday. Yes, I said 60s. That's amazing. Well, in the news, on this uh, Thursday morning, the nice stretch of weather Central Iowa has experienced is also creating a downside for a major outdoor amenity. And that is the uh, Central Iowa Trail Association is urging people to stay off muddy trails and avoid further damage to them. The group posted pictures on its Facebook page of the uh, impact the freeze-thaw cycle is having on past specifically the Sycamore Trail here in Polk County. Now, Polk County Conservation said on its Facebook page, riding or walking on muddy trails can leave ruts, contributes to erosion, and creates hard-to-fix surfaces requiring hours of work well today's sports report is brought to you by big red q quick print last night men's college of basketball in the missouri valley conference the northern iowa panthers now back in first place as the panthers defeated evansville 84 64 in cedar falls panthers now with the record of 24 and 5 on the season and they're in first place in missouri valley conference with uh, loyal of chicago last night women's college basketball in the big 12 kansas state defeated the iowa state cyclones 60 to 51 down in manhattan kansas cyclones fall to 15 and 11 in women's play. Tonight it's women's college basketball in the Big Ten. The Iowa Hawkeyes hosting Minnesota. They'll tip off at 6.30 at Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City. Hawkeyes with a record of 22-5 and they are in second place in the Big Ten. Tonight right here in Des Moines USHL Hockey. Yes, a rare Thursday night game for the Des Moines Buccaneers as they host Green Bay. This will be their only uh, uh, contest this weekend and uh, face off at 6.30 at Buccaneers 
Buccaneer Arena tonight, uh, Buccaneers hosting uh, Green Bay. Today there's no Dowling Catholic varsity sports or activities scheduled for today. Our next Dowling Catholic basketball broadcast is tomorrow night, the boys' sub-state semifinals, and that'll be at Dowling as the Maroons host Lewis Central of Council Bluffs. Our pregame gets underway at 6, 4, 6.45 tomorrow night and tip-off 7 o'clock from the Dowling Gym. So join us tomorrow night, boys' sub-state basketball here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, partly cloudy skies, and 22 degrees, a west wind at 5 miles per hour. That feels like temperature this morning is 16 degrees, but today be partly sunny with a high of 42 degrees, northwest winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Starting off good as always. No accidents to pass along. Seven minutes from the West Mixer to downtown 235. Seven minutes from the East Mixer into downtown on 235. Thanks to Builder Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Can has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Randy Keel. Hello, Deacon. Uh, good morning. Happy good, Lent to you, John. Good morning John. to you. Now, you don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Do you believe in kind of Lenten uh, resolutions or sacrifices? Of course I do. Okay. Now, listen. <laughs> now, this one is of God. <laughs> hey, I'll go there with you, John. <laughs> well, I'm just, just curious. I was thinking about it this morning. I, I'm right, I believe I'm right on track with that. Good. I will say I keep it very private. No one in my family even knows year to year exactly what I do till the end of Lent, and then I see if they can figure it out. Wow. Now, how good are they at doing that? Um, two of them are most often right on track with me. Okay. And then then maybe maybe a couple are off to the side. Very good. <laughs> very good. All right. I like that you keep that private. I think that's kind of cool. Um, all right, let's talk about the first and or second reading today. We've got the first reading for this Sunday uh, in Genesis and then Romans. You know, I started off with Genesis. We're, we're going to look at Genesis today. And one of the reasons I'm going to do this is because I, I believe so strongly for all of us, it's so important for us to know our stories of our history. Hmm. You know, we... Like, we, we've got spring break coming up, and so many people will take a spring break, and they'll go off, and they'll have their journey, their adventure, their vacation, and they'll come back, and they'll thoroughly enjoy sharing their stories. Well, this is one of the deep, richest, one of the richest stories of our history that we've got that's the root of all of us. And so I would like to accentuate a couple points from the story of our origins of how God said, this is how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so this is for all mankind for eternity. This is how he did it. So we know sort of the classic story of God created man in Genesis chapter 1, but then in Genesis chapter 2 we have the second creation account. And God created man out of the soil, out of the dirt, out of the clay. So we have the foreshadowing of you are the potter and I am the clay. Mold me and make me. We have the foreshadowing of that coming up in our Psalms. A point I want to bring out is that when God created him out of the land, 
So he, we God, God called forth man, that is Adam, that's where we get the name Adam, and he called him forth from the ground, the Adama. So look how one we were, the Adam and the Adama of Hebrew. God called man forth for the ground. We are at one with the ground, but God created the ground first. We came out of the ground. He is the giver of life. Then he gave us this earth, the Hebrew word abab, to translate it many different ways. Watch this. It's translated as to till the land or to work the land, to farm the land, to cultivate the land through many different versions. But you know what the original Abab Hebrew originally translates as? Hmm. In its full root word is to worship. So as we work and serve the land, it is a form of our worship back because God is the giver of life. Our work upon this land is a form of our worship in giving back to God the respect of the life that he's given us. In Adam's case, that was the garden keeper. In our case, it's the vocation that he's given for us in our life to work that well according to the bylaws that he sets forth from us. And there's boundaries to every one of those bylaws, such as, do not eat from that tree right over there. See that one in the middle? Mm-hmm. Do not eat from that tree. Now, God also knew that it was not good for man to be alone, but it wasn't just because of loneliness. That wasn't the, fo- that wasn't the primary focus. It was also so that he would have a helper. And this blew my socks off, but I, so I'm walking around barefooted right now. <laughs> but it, help! Help! That was a scriptural verb, according to the Beatles, years ago in the 1960s. Help! He gave him a helper. And he said it was not good to have a helper. But we've looked at this for years as sort of a subordinate position. And that's where mankind has done this word and really kind of done woman wrongly is putting her in a subordinate position due to this verse alone. But this verse right here is the word that came from help is the same word that's used later in Psalm 33 that says, David says, but I am poor and needy. Hasten to me, O God. You are my helper, my deliverer. Same word for help as the word that was given to the woman as the helper. In Genesis chapter two, interesting. Yeah, and I think this is probably what you know where the church gets its rich history in talking about and protecting laborers and uh, and labor just in general uh, and the rights of workers as well. So uh, you know, I, I really, especially that's at least where my mind went when you were talking about the the uh, worship or the the beauty of work, um, especially in our culture today. All right, Deacon, thank you. You brought it as always. Would you give us your blessing? And I pray for the blessing of Almighty God to be upon us as we face our work day. However it is that you call us to worship, may that be the disposition of our soul granted to us by your Holy Spirit, Lord. We pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Deacon Randy Keel, everyone. Talk to you soon, Deacon. Thank you, Bob. All right, coming up right after this, Christopher Carsons is going to be on. Really looking forward to this. He's got a new book out called A Devotional Journey into the Easter Mystery. Uh, he is also, in addition to the director of the Office for Sacred Worship in the Diocese of La Crosse, Wisconsin, uh, a faculty member at the Liturgical Institute at the University of St. Mary of the Lake in Mundelein. Uh, his book, How Prayerful Participation in the Paschal Mystery Brings Life, Joy, and Happiness. Have you ever wondered what the Paschal Mystery is why it's important. We're going to have Christopher Carstens with that right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on this Thursday, February 27th.
And a big thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. You know, one of the things that I love most about people who support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio is that they love their Catholic faith. And yes, they love their Iowa Catholic Radio. I know the Pew family is no different. they got a history with this station as well. Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design, hopefully you're already starting to think about what you're going to do, has been listeners now for a long time and have served families all across central Iowa for a long time as well with outdoor landscaping and design. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Hi, I'm Al Cresta, host of Cresta in the Afternoon. Catholic radio is absolutely necessary because the secular media just doesn't get our story and secular media doesn't share our values. What's important to us is not necessarily what's important to them. So no matter what you can give, I'm asking you to prayerfully support Catholic Radio in your area. Prayerfully consider making a gift right now. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Thursday, February 27th. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Let's go to our next guest of the day, Director of the Office for Sacred Worship in the Diocese of La Crosse, Wisconsin. Also a faculty member at the Liturgical Institute at the University of St. Mary of the Lake Mundelein in Illinois. Christopher Carstens joins me. Hello, Christopher. Good morning, John. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, I, I really have been kind of thumbing through this thing that you have here, and this is this is powerful, but more than powerful, your book is Practical, A Devotional Journey into the Easter Mystery. Let's just start from the beginning of what the Paschal Mystery really is. Yeah, you've got to know what it is, otherwise you'll, miss the, you'll wander for 40 days right. uh, in Lent if you don't know what it is. The Paschal Mystery 
is Jesus' suffering, death, resurrection, and ascension by which he passes or builds a bridge between fallen earth and glorious uh, heaven. And that's where all of Lent is leading us. And the Church's prayers constantly make reference to the Paschal Mystery. But again, if we don't know what it is, then uh, we're really missing what's there. I've, I've often kind of thought it was like, you can know everything about football, for example. It's history, it's rules, it's players, it's strategies. But if you don't really know what an actual pigskin is, a football is, mm. you're really missing the big thing. And it's something similar with the liturgy. If you don't know what the Paschal Mystery is, this bridge from earth to heaven that Jesus builds then we're not seeing what's there. Are you a convert? Nope. You're not, because you're using the Church Fathers here, and I think nine out of every ten people that write using the Church Fathers are converts because of the Church Fathers. But but you do. You use a lot of the Church's Fathers' writings here in this, and what did you find most interesting in your studies there? Well, the, first of all, the reason I'm using the Church Fathers is, you know, I want you to know I'm not, like, pouring through, uh, you know, the, the, the anti-Nicene Father collection of 20 <laughs> volumes or whatever, Anything I know about the Church Fathers is right out of the Church's liturgy. I've taken all of these quotes right from the Office of Readings for Lent. So one of the things that a devotional journey into the Easter mystery does is it it's based on the Church's liturgy. You don't have to have a Ph.D. in liturgical studies, heaven forbid. You just have to follow the Church's liturgy. But yeah, what's most remarkable, I think, about what the Church Fathers tell us, the one thing that really made my ears open and eyes pop is, is how they present our destiny, John, and that's to become God, to become like God, to agree that I think is really not um, on our radar. What uh, what would you say a good Lent looks like to Christopher Karstens? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I, well, i got to tell you, too, I admit I'm, I'm batting a thousand so far into this Lent <clears throat> with uh, resolutions <laughs> and whatnot. But I think for me, as a, principally as a husband and a father of, family, of a family, is helping my kids to pray the liturgy better, to see it's about this Paschal mystery, and to encounter Jesus. And so 40 days from now, we can look back on that and say, you know, they can say, thanks, Papa, for getting us to this bridge and getting us over this bridge along with Jesus uh, those would be the most rewarding words I could hear. When you talk about the liturgy, are you just talking about the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass? Uh, not only, but principally. Mm-hmm. So, of course, there's the Office of Readings. But even, you know, uh, many don't know this, but, you know, the Good Friday isn't a Mass. You know, it, it's a liturgy, uh, Good Friday liturgy. So there are other ways in which the Church presents the Paschal Mystery to us. Certainly it's clearly the Mass, and that's where most of us will plug into it. But Office of Readings, Liturgy of the Hours, and, of course, a devotional life, too, will go a long way to getting us over the bridge. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, so we, we see the beginning of uh, Easter. Now, it's it's in our uh, in the distance here, of course, during the, the beginning of Lent. Uh, but <laughs> let's talk about the Easter Vigil. What should we see at the beginning of the Easter Vigil now? Uh, yeah, eyes and ears, uh, noses, mouths, hands need to be wide open. Hmm. What we should see is this, you should see nothing at the beginning. You should see darkness, blackness. And in the midst of this, a great burning fire that you can see and even feel. And the fire gets blessed, and the candle gets blessed. And the rubrics, I know it's kind of a nerdy thing for a liturgist to, to say, but the rubrics should really be followed, and if they are, they help us to see great things. So one of the things is the server takes coals from the fire, and he puts it in a thurible, and then this procession starts. And the order is very important. There's the thurifer with the smoke, then there's the deacon or another minister with a candle. Then there's the priest who comes next. And last is the people. And see, eventually we're going to hear a story at the Easter Vigil from Exodus 
where a pillar of cloud and a column of fire led Moses and the people out of darkness into a promised land. And so what we're able to do and what we should be seeing at the Easter Vigil is the fulfillment of what the chosen people did what, nearly 4,000 years ago coming out of Egypt. So that's the reality of it, is uh, us following Christ passing over from sin and darkness and death into life and light in a new world. I want to stay here for a second, because this is kind of answering my next question on prayerful participation uh, in the Paschal Mystery, and and how you say this brings life and joy and happiness. Uh, I I have a seven-year-old, I have a four-year-old, I have a five-month-old. Prayerful participation is oftentimes difficult when I'm sitting in Mass with my children. Um, What and how, as a young father, can I cultivate that sense of devotion to them in the liturgy? Well, I think you should uh, talk to the kids about what they see and what they hear, because kids notice mm. a great deal more than we think. And then they, they, it, it's amazing what will come out of their mouths about, you know, one of my kids asked me, what are those scratches that we get on our head? When is that? And, of course, he means the, he means the ashes that we got yesterday. Sure. You know, but they notice things, and they, they give you the food for thought. So just discuss with them on the way to Mass what you're going to see, on the way back from Mass what you heard, what you smelled, what you saw, and kick it around with them a little bit and show them how those things are really conveying Jesus Christ to us. It's funny you say that because they are interested. You know, I mean, they, they, I see my son's eyes. They get real big when you talk about some of this stuff. And, you know, just seven years old, they, they are interested, and, and they can and do have a lot to teach us in this as well. Uh, joy and, and holiness and happiness and life and, and what all of this brings. It's kind of the paradox, right, Christopher? Because we're talking about Lent, which is really where we kind of die with Christ, die to ourselves and everything. But the paradox of the cross, as we make our way to it right now, is the fact that there we find life and have it to its mm-hmm. fullness. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're called to follow Jesus, and that's the path he trod, and that's the one we're to, to take to. And it's, you know, it's inescapable. You know, if you wanted to just chuck this whole Christianity thing, you're still going to find suffering and pain and death, but there's no happiness <laughs> associated mm-hmm. with this. But with, uh, with the beauty of, uh, of our faith, these things are, have meaning now, and they're leading us towards a true true eternal destiny. Go back to what you said before, though. You said, uh, you know, God wants us to become like him. How, what do you mean by that? Yeah, uh, well, in the beginning, remember, we were made like him, and we chose, and we still choose, and I still choose, that eh, I'd rather be a little bit more like myself. And turns out that's not a, it hasn't worked out so well sure. <laughs> for us and for me. God wants such an intimacy with us. He's trying to kind of pour his own divine life of grace into us. It's the proverbial drinking through a fire hose, so that when we ingest and receive this grace, we are truly transformed to be, to be like him. Athanasius, St. Athanasius has this famous maxim that God became man so that we could become God. I mean, and most of us, I think, consider our faith as more of a Band-Aid or more of a, you know, kind of a salve that kind of leaves us in our finite, wounded, and fallen state, and uh, it, it, truly we always are, are finite, but I don't think we see the true glory that God intends for us, and all that, all that that um, can bring to us. That's the true joy of, of becoming one with God. Everyday average Catholic, is this written to their level? Absolutely, yeah. It's written, it, it's inspired by me talking to my kids. Awesome. And it's, it's meant for kids. All you need to do to appreciate this book 
is to be able to pay attention in the liturgy. SophiaInstitute.com, friends, SophiaInstitute.com. Uh, otherwise, you can go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it there, they will order it for you. A devotional journey into the Easter mystery, how prayerful participation in the Paschal mystery brings life, joy, and happiness. Christopher Carstens, thanks for treating us this morning, Christopher. Great job. Thanks, John. All right. Uh, that puts uh, that part. Boy, I, I, I am going to read that book. You know, I and I, oh my goodness, I have so many books that I've been reading and, and put them aside and everything. And it seems like every interview I do, I, I have one that makes it to the top again. But this one's going to have to make it to the top, especially now. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Get that book, friends. Let's go to Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now. Hi, Julie. Good morning, John. Good morning. What do we got coming up on your show this morning? Okay, we have Don Aitchison joining us this morning. Don is from Ames, and one thing that I was reflecting on this morning about our show is we are meeting these what are seemingly ordinary women living among us in our community doing extraordinary things, and Dawn is one of those women. She is a mother of nine. She's homeschooled all her kids, and now she is leading missions to Nicaragua with high school students and uh, college students. But this is not your typical, what you think, a mission trip, and I want listeners to understand it's not, they go down and they do help people and they build, help build churches and houses and things, but her purpose is she wants these kids to see all this work and what they're doing through the lens of our Catholic faith mm. all week long. And so they live with families, they develop relationships with these people, and they give these people hope and empower them that through Jesus Christ, they can do these things. They can provide. They can, they can find the fish. They can fish. So it's really a unique mission in that respect. So um, we're excited to have her on. She's just been a wonderful discovery, if you want to call it that. Sounds cool. Preview. Uh, you're going to have that at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock in the evening as well. And then uh, if you miss it, friends, you can check it out at iowacatholicradio.com. All of Catholic Women Now shows are podcasted there. Julie Nelson, along with Chris Magruder. Talk to you soon, Julie. Thanks, John. All right, coming up, second half hour, Drew and Davis with your Maroon Moment. And then at 745, Sister Nancy Usselman is going to be on, director of the Pauline Center for Media Studies and a media literacy education specialist. She's got a book called A Sacred Look, Becoming Cultural Mystics. I like that. Thursday, February 27th, here on John Leonetti in the Morning, friends. Do not go anywhere. Oh, one of the things I love about coming back on uh, Wednesdays is on Thursdays, I get to go with my guys for noon ball today, and I'm looking forward to that. Noon ball, just about an hour of basketball with the guys. It's a great way to keep in shape, and one of my buds, one of the buds of this show, Dean Bell, is going to be there today. I'm almost sure of it. RoofingAnkeny.com. Dean prides himself on making sure that all residential re-roofs that he does is done perfect. He's a man of faith, a man committed to running his business with Christian values. 963 RoofingAnkeny.com. That's RoofingAnkeny.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. Then he said to all, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit himself? The Gospel of the Lord. 
must is a strong word that implies there is no alternative to what follows, hence there is no resurrection without suffering. Jesus then applies it to any Christian, which begins with the humility of recognizing that we're not who we are without him. In what might be the greatest challenge we experience in our lives by losing ourselves and imitating Jesus to the point of death, we gain more than all that the world has to offer. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. When it comes to your home, Golden Rule puts your mind at ease with the Gold Club. Two high-performance system checks, a plumbing inspection, no trip charges, and you get to jump ahead in line. Don't get stuck freezing this winter when your furnace won't work. Golden Rule will make it to every Gold Club member's home. Home is where your heart is. Protect it with Golden Rule's Gold Club membership. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it. Online at GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Thursday. All right. Uh, Not bad out there today. Not bad. Let's go to Sister Nancy Usselman. She's at 745 today. Um, Drew and Davis are going to come in with your maroon moment as well. And I'm I'm looking at um, this book, A Sacred Look, Becoming Cultural Mystics. And I've been able to, uh, during my notes last night, kind of put together some different questions for her. And I I think a lot of times we get scared of that word mystics. And that's really where I'm going to go with sisters. So uh, make sure to stick around for that 745 interview today. It is Thursday, February 27th. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Good morning. Well, good morning, John. How you doing on this Thursday morning? I'm home, so I'm doing really well. <laughs> you should be. So uh, today's your activity with uh, Dean Bill, one of our fine supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio's morning show. Uh, so how's that going to go today? Go he's going to post you up yeah, and take you out. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah he's got and that little gonna, hook shot. And you're going to find that arc. That well, arc is 20 feet beyond the uh, rim, and you're going to try to hit one of 20 from the arc. Listen, I, I, get it. I don't have to run the full court. I just go from three-point line to three-point line, so I save yeah. my energy. <laughs> That's what you have to know. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah my energy yeah. is safe. Okay, but... I, I figured... Yeah, we knew we know your game plan, John. It's been right. that way for thirty years. You so score enough offense, you don't need to play defense. It's always been my motto. 
Okay. Now let's let's move on to a different subject here. Let's go back to Saturday and your auctioneering skills. Yes. We uh, <laughs> we saw you auction off that football that Matt Campbell signed for that gentleman and uh, made some money for Iowa Catholic Radio. Great. But uh, your auctioneering skills they need work. I, uh, <clears throat> they need work. Well, they need some polish. Yeah. They need some polish. Yeah. I, I that's the first time I've ever done anything like that before. We got a thousand dollars for that ball too. I was hoping we'd get five hundred mm-hmm. bucks, and we doubled my hope uh, to a thousand mm-hmm. that went all to Iowa Catholic Radio. But yes, I I probably could have uh, put a bit a little bit better. I, I I don't know. I talk fast as it is, so I thought maybe I'd be able to do it, but no. That didn't work out too well. That's that's the only questionable thing that happened on Saturday there at uh, the men's conference was your auctioneering skills. Yeah. Everything else was flawless, stopulous, was spot on. And, and Matt Campbell, I can say this as a true Iowa fan, he was tremendous yeah. as an, as a speaker and representing Ames in Iowa State. Well, we, uh, we blew everything out of the water. It was just a, a great half day. Got so many different uh, comments on it and people that were just excited to be there and, and hearts that have been changed because of it. I've gotten a couple emails. It's one guy said he's already formed a, a small men's group uh, to help him in his spiritual life now. So guys are, are changing, and, and I think we have a lot to uh, to honor in uh, Joe Stopulus and uh, Coach Campbell. It was just flawless. No question. Hopefully the men's groups will continue. I know they've got it uh, going in, in Milwaukee, but they're a little bit bigger population than we are yep. here. But hopefully we can start that here and keep it going. And, and Joe Stopulus is just one of many that do that here in central Iowa. We're going to get to work. All right, well, let's get right to it today. We don't have too bad of a day here in central Iowa for weather, and we'll start with the weather from the WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have partly cloudy skies and 22 degrees, uh, west wind at 5 miles per hour. So we do have that. Feels like temperature down to 16 degrees today for uh, the second to last day of February. And uh, today will be partly sunny here in central Iowa. The sun will peak through the clouds, no question, a high of 42 degrees. Uh, we'll have northwest winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. So starting to warm up. Tonight we'll see cloudy skies. Flurries possible overnight low of 24 degrees. And tomorrow on your Friday we'll start out with flurries and some sprinkles possibly a high of 41 degrees. And on the weekend looking great. Partly cloudy, dry and warmer. Highs in the lower 60s both Saturday and Sunday. Our next chance of precipitation is on Monday. Well, in the news on this Thursday morning, uh, the nice stretch of weather here in central Iowa uh, is also creating a downside for a major outdoor amenity, and that is the Central Iowa Trail Association. They are urging people to stay off muddy trails and avoid further damage to them. The group posted pictures on its Facebook page of the impact the freeze-thaw cycle is having on paths, specifically Sycamore Trail. Polk County Conservation said on its Facebook page, riding or walking on muddy trails can and leave ruts, contributes to erosion, and creates hard-to-fix services requiring hours of work. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Cube Quick Print, and last night, men's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference, Northern Iowa, now in first place with Loyal of Chicago as the Panthers defeated Evansville 84-64 in Cedar Falls. You and I now 24-5 and on the season with their record. Last night, women's college basketball in the Big 12, Kansas State defeated Iowa State 60-51 to down in Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, the, the Cyclone women now fall to 15-11. and Tonight is women's college basketball in the Big Ten. Minnesota travels to Iowa City, takes on the Iowa Hawkeyes. They'll tip off at 6.30 at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. And tonight, right here in the Des Moines area, USHL hockey, the Des Moines Buccaneers are home on a rare Thursday night game. This is their only match this weekend. And Green Bay comes to town, takes on the Buccaneers. They'll face off at 6.30 tonight at Buccaneer Arena in Urbandale. Today, there's no doubt 
Island Catholic Varsity Sports are activities scheduled. Our next high school basketball broadcast will be tomorrow night, the boys' sub-state semifinal, as the Dowling boys hosting Lewis Central of Council Bluffs. Uh, Lewis Central comes in with a record of 14-8. and eight. Dowling with a record of 14-7. and seven. The winner moves on to the sub-state final next Tuesday, and we'll have the contest tonight, or rather tomorrow night, on Iowa Catholic Radio. Pre-game 645, tip-off 7 o'clock from the Dowling Gym tomorrow night. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, partly cloudy skies, 22 degrees. Today it'll be partly sunny and a high of 42 degrees. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. On your Thursday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident free as we continue this morning. Uh, running about 10 minutes as you're heading from the West Mixer to downtown 235. Eight minutes from the East Mixer into downtown on 235. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online. BDConstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. She endured ridicule and rejection, but God guided her to where she would shine. St. Maria Bertia Boscardine today was born in Italy in 1888. She lived in fear of her father, a violent man prone to bouts of rage and jealousy. She had limited schooling, instead being kept at home to help in the fields and with the housework. She was often the butt of many jokes in part because she showed she showed few talents for work in a farm household. Her father made fun of her relentlessly. In 1904, Maria joined the Sisters of St. Dorothy. She worked in the kitchen, the laundry, and the bakery. Then she received nurses' training, and the young woman blossomed. The young woman had found at least, excuse me, at last, a field in which she could excel. She cared for children with severe physical and psychological ailments. When her hospital was taken over during World War I, Maria Fearless continued to care for the patients, despite the constant risk of air raids and bombings. She died of complications due to a tumor in just 1924. When she was canonized in 1964, many of her own patients she had cared for were present. We ask today, St. Maria Bertia Bozcardine, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day. A deacon right here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning, makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. 30 years, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Let's go to your Maroon Moment. The Maroon Moment on Iowa Catholic Radio is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, where they obey the rules to live by online at goldenrulephc.com. What's going on, man? Not much. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine this morning. You alone today? Yeah, Drew is down in Florida with family, so it's just right. me today. Just you today. Sounds like a good gig down yeah. there in Florida with family. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Lent, campus ministry. What is Dowling Catholic doing during this Lenten season? Uh, so for this Lenten th- season, the Dowling uh, Catholic theme is compassion. So we're thinking about what it's like to suffer with, and we're making sure to, to keep in mind sort of what Jesus had to go through. When he died for us. With that, Ut Fidem, Addie Magruder has got some stuff going on. 
Yeah, the Francis team came and uh, spoke to our Freedom students and uh, the Eucharist, the about the Eucharistic miracles and about the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. Nice hockey. What do we got going on with DHS hockey? The hockey team had a nice week. They defeated the Lincoln Roosevelt team eight zero in their last game of the regular season. And all the players played really good. They will have their first playoff game on Friday, February 28th. And a big congratulations to the following juniors who were selected to represent the National Council on Youth Leadership this fall. They are uh, Emily Ball, Adam Bialczak, Max Brown, Ellie Coleman, Lauren Havlick, Paige Hobbs, Nolan Kyle, Jackson Langan, Alexa Larson, George Pearson, Libby Smith, and... CC Via. That is Davis with your Dowling Catholic Maroon Moment. The Maroon Moment on Iowa Catholic Radio is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, where they obey the rules to live by online at goldenrulephc.com. All right, when we come back, Sister Nancy Usselman is going to be on, the director of the Pauline Center for Media Studies. She's got a new book out called A Sacred Look, Becoming Cultural Mystics. And I think we can be afraid of that word mystics. We're going to talk to her all about it and why we shouldn't be. Sister Nancy coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Thursday, February 27th. Big thank you to Blessman International, formed in 2001 by Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman. Blessman International is a Christian, faith-based mission organization working to meet the needs of impoverished children and families in the South African province of Limpopo. Thank you for underwriting the show. That's blessmaninternational.org. That's blessmaninternational.org. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, February 27th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. If you and your spouse have ever thought about becoming a sponsor couple, now is your opportunity to get involved. The next Des Moines area sponsor couple training is scheduled for Saturday, March 14th from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Catholic Pastoral Center in downtown Des Moines. This training is for any couple that would like to assist engaged couples preparing for the sacrament. Register for this training by calling Adam at the Diocese. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with Alex Kautsky, Executive Director of Catholic Youth Camp, to tell us more about their capital campaign, new cabins, sponsorship program, and more. That's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And speaking of Bishop Johnson, he wants to hear from you. Tell him how you've experienced God working in your life, and he may talk about it on an upcoming show. Just text 515-223-1150. That's 515-223-1150. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Lee and Eddie in the Morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscapes. Extend your living space outdoors with patios, pergolas, fencing, and retaining walls. Outdoor lighting is another way to enjoy your landscaping day and night. Five Sons Naturescapes will spend the time to understand your needs and create your perfect outdoor space. Learn more about Five Sons Naturescapes at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio.
Thanks for joining me today, friends. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Your full range of residential plumbing services in Des Moines, Iowa, 100% satisfaction guarantee, serving the surrounding areas for more than two decades. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Let's go to our next guest of the day, the director of the Pauline Center for Media Studies and a media literacy education specialist, Sister Nancy Usselman joins me. Hi, Sister. Hi, John. How are you? I'm doing just fine. A sacred look, becoming cultural mystics. Now, sister, I'm not a monk. I, I'm not a, a religious sister, um, a, you know, cloistered. I am a guy with three young kids, uh, a, yes. a wife of 10 years. You're telling me I can be a mystic? Yes, I am. Goodness. <laughs> Everybody can be a mystic. Everybody is called to live that deep, deep, profound, transformative relationship with Christ. Yeah, I think a lot of people are kind of intimidated by that word, though, sister. So what is it? What does it mean to be a mystic? Well, a mystic really is about that we can experience God and the spiritual and and have a deep sense of the divine in our life. And we may have an experience, but that experience has to change us. Like, we cannot be the same after we've encountered God and and. And to be a mystic means that we have that transformative encounter. So it changes us. We're no longer the same person. We have to be different because of that encounter. And and that happens often in our life. And perhaps we don't reflect long enough on those moments uh, that truly do change us. The Pauline sisters are kind of the media nuns, right? I mean, is that, mm-hmm. is that kind of yes. a nickname that's been affectionately given yeah. to you guys? On- on, hashtag, on social media, it's hashtag media nuns. Hashtag media nuns. And uh, it's interesting, then, that you write this book about becoming a mystic, because, I, I don't know, are they almost kind of opposite of each other? No, actually, it's very intimately connected, mm. um, because when we live, we live within our regular everyday lives, but we can be mystics even in the midst of the everydayness, Interesting. and our everydayness today is a digital media culture. Yeah. And so how do we find God's presence even in the midst of the popular media culture that we live and breathe and work with. And and that's where we find God's grace. And we may wonder, like, well, uh, the easy thing to do is to kind of dismiss everything of the culture and say it's all bad. But that's, that's not where God is calling us. God calls us to see and plumb really the depths of humanity and what are the needs, what are the struggles of people today. And we see that in the popular media culture's art and artifacts, which are television, film, pop music. If we really look deeply, we can we can look at the questions that are in our culture today and propose the answer. We have the answer. As Christians, we have Christ, who is the ultimate desire of every human being. Sister Nancy Usselman joins me right now. We're talking about her book, A Sacred Look, Becoming Cultural Mystics. Um, I, what's step one? I, because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a systematic guy. I want to know one, two, three, four, five. Like, yeah. what's step one to becoming this mystic that you uh, that you pro- provide here? Well, first of all, we have to immerse ourselves in Christ. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. So it is to, to develop a life of prayer. Um, the second thing is to look at when we are looking at culture, like what, let's say we're watching a movie. Um, many times we can just watch it, leave, okay, fine, it's done, it's entertainment. Um or we can get frustrated with it and just turn it all off. But uh, my part is to ask the questions. Let's really reflect more deeply. What is it really saying? What is it really communicating? What are the deeper needs that are really um, uh, addressing about humanity? Uh, we can dismiss it superficially, 
but quite often we miss what is the deeper reflection because many artists artists do this. They try to plumb those depths of humanity. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And as artists, we have to look, and, and as viewers or, you know, participants in this, under, this culture, it's a call for us to go deeper into it. And, and not that we just accept everything that the culture proposes, but that we really examine what is it really saying. And, and I think it's really um, easy to dismiss everything as opposed to really examine it and reflect upon it, and bring that to prayer. That's yeah. really important, uh, because if we want to be evangelizers of culture, we can't put Jesus on top of a culture. We can't put Jesus and just, like, stand away from the culture and preach about it. We have to be there in it, and that's true in culture, enculturation in any culture that we go to as Catholics, but even in the popular media culture. Yeah, I mean, I, I like what you're saying here, especially, it just brings me to sacred scripture, right? We, we are not called to be mm-hmm. of the world, but we are in the world. Uh, exactly. And, and, and we, we are not called to kind of escape that. Uh, but we really exactly. just kind of saturate our lives and, and our surroundings and what it is that we we do, what it is that we see with, with Christ. And, and I think that's really mm-hmm. what you're going for here. Um, is there an exactly. example of this, maybe a movie or something that you have uh, seen that... Uh, that you've kind of looked through a different lens than maybe what the rest of the world has looked through and seen? <laughs> well, I write, I write regular film reviews, and I think That's why everything I, said I write is, like, different <laughs> than, than what most people would see from it. But um, I, I, there's so many great movies out that I think they say something deeper. Um, there's so many beautiful stories. I, I People like jo, uh, Jojo Rabbit was a great film, and... It may be like off-putting by for many people, but in reality, is a very profound reflection on on forgiveness and seeing other people through the eyes of faith, as mm-hmm. opposed to just through prejudice or through what we think we know about another person. Um, it, it's a really it really speaks to something very very profound. Um, you know, films like that, TV shows, you know, like This Is Us really talks about relationships in a very profound way. Um, it gets us to really reflect on what it means to give of oneself in love in a relationship, especially in marriage. It, it, it actually talks really deep to those questions that people have. And if we look at it, it would be like, wow, that was a great lesson. <laughs> you know, that, was, that was a really great commentary, uh, you know, on, on, on society and, and, and values. It provides a lot of values. And we can look at those human values, but also connect it with our gospel values. Do you confuse a lot of people being in the media as a nun? People don't <laughs> think, think of nuns like of this. People. people don't think of nuns like this, though. I mean, you know, this is great. I mean, you, this is what an example this is for so many people to be able to see. I mean, again, you're not of the world, yeah. but you're in it. You're so immersed. You're yeah. talking about this is us as a religious yeah, sister here. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I think I shock a lot of people when I'm on the red carpet for a film premiere. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, you've got the best, you're the best dressed there uh, of any of them, all right? I don't. I, I haven't seen you on TV yet, but I hope maybe I will. Sister Nancy Usselman, thank you for coming on and all you continue to do. The book, A Sacred Look, Becoming Cultural Mystics. Where can people find that book, sister? You can find it on Amazon. You can also find it at pauline.org at the store, slash store. Um, it's also available on our website, yes. Pauline.org. Pauline.org. 
slash store. You can also go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it there, friends, they will order it for you. A Sacred Look, Becoming Cultural Mystics. Thanks, sister, for coming on. Great job. Thank you so much, John. God bless you. That's Sister Nancy Usselman, everyone. Good stuff. What a show today. Man, that went fast. That's what happens when we jam-pack everyone in. Good stuff this morning, friends. Uh, Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to protect us and to bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Born in weary land Where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Father's heart Into the world We're reaching out To show them who you are So living water Flowing through God we thirst For more of you Fill our hearts And flood our souls With one desire Just to Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.